0: good everyone and welcome back to the Nostalgia Plus Ultra podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What's up, man? Hey, man, I'm excited to be back for episode 30. Who would have thought that today that I'll record this would be the 30th episode of this podcast? Again, it's been a crazy experience being able to do this as like a cool hobby and it's turned into something um, that I think we could, you know, do something pretty cool with so again thank you for listening in for those that are um you know our goal is to get to at least 50 before we decide to go in direction with it and like our goal is we want to get to 50 episodes so 30 is a pretty cool milestone for us um give it up for day today, fifteen. You know, good <laughs> day 15 um we have a few things to talk about as far as like the seasonal anime stuff but i know zoe you before we start recording, you had something you wanted to show me as far as like some one a game that you're playing or whatever. So fill me in what you got for me.
1: So this is uh, an unexpected turn of events. Um, I think I don't know if I talked about it on the on the podcast, but you know, I, I was playing Catherine for a bit. Catherine was fun. Yeah, uh, I beat it. Mm-hmm. I ended with Catherine with a K. That's my baby. With a K. Oh, oh Lord. Um, and then, uh, so this weekend, I slept over Sevy's house. Sevy, for those of you listening, is a friend of ours uh, to work on music. And when we're not working on music, we're usually playing Smash or something on the Switch or something. Uh, and there's something called Nintendo Switch Online that comes with a bunch of NES and SNES games and we were looking through the SNES catalog and there are, there's a lot of games on there that are were were Japan only which is kind of cool and uh I saw this game I immediately recognized it because of YouTube um in America it got brought over as Tetris Attack but in japan it's called panel de pawn and it's a puzzle game but everything is my is my screen sharing yet
0: it's like it's like loading but you can keep talking
1: about it no i i need you to look at this everyone what is a tiny anime girl (laughs) oh my god so that's the main character lip And it's kind of it's like a
0: a, it looks like card capture card capture Sakura
1: kind of okay it's kind of that vibe it's kind of cool because then you learn lore because you know me I'm a huge Smash fan her flower is a is an item her flowers oh in the game Smash yeah it's you pick it up and you fight with it
0: which one is it. The flower is it the way like like I know like the I mean obviously you could get like the fire flower from from Mario but like you can no, get like this the,
1: this one you pick it the up one that turns at, it like as a sword yeah okay yeah I remember talking about that I, okay um, yeah that's cool look it's a just a a bunch of small anime girls but the main draw Jeez. of this game that me and Sevi were playing is that you could fight each other and you have to line up oh like you're doing.
0: The blocks at the same together. time, like that's cool.
1: And then you fight each other. It was fun as fuck. And I've been playing it solo now. <laughs> <laughs> so when people that's ask, cool. when people ask me if I play League, that's the Puzzle League. That's the League I'm talking about. Puzzle League. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't do League of Legends over here. Is is strictly just. It's Puzzle League. Sorry if I keep um, looking
1: backwards. Before you we started the podcast, I was watching... Uh, cu- Cutie Cinderella is doing something called Master Baker. <laughs> Where they, she invites a bunch of streamers to come and master bake.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: And Va- Valkyrie is one of the judges today,
0: so... Oh you know. yeah. You're just taking taking a glance every time I see you. Got to keep got to keep tabs. No shame. No shame. Listen, brother. I have no shame. I'll, I'll learn shame if
1: if we ever pop off.
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Here's the staying indie. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so <laughs> uh going into this new the newer season anime going on right now i know we talked a lot about it in the previous episode after our long long rant you know i didn't hear any i didn't hear any uh nobody really hit me back about it so hopefully either they didn't hear it or they just let it fly which is cool
1: so or they heard you know, it you. and they fucking hate your guts and blocked you on twitter that could be <laughs> that could be the case too you never know That could be
0: the case, but either way, didn't really hear anything about it um, after the episode went live. I know a few people in the community listened to this podcast, so if they didn't respond, that means they probably didn't really care too much to to say anything about it. So it's, you know, so we're good. (laughs) I thought it'd be a little bit different, maybe, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, So. I know you didn't, <clears throat> you haven't gotten around to watching the second episode of Nier, but um, I'm you played the game when we're done. <laughs> yeah. You played the game, but like, and you kind of know everything about it for the most part. So like, I guess me talking about the ep- second episode, won't really do much to you? Just for spoilers. Sake. It's
1: not a spoiler. No.
0: Um, so, okay. So they do this weird thing. And again, Yoko Taro is like his mind. I don't understand. Uh, he does this thing where like, it's basically they're talking about, I guess, like how the robots came into play. Like aliens came down and, uh, made these robots that ended up, you know, wiping out a large percentage of humanity, humanity flees to the moon. And then some people end up staying down on earth to fight in like the resistance or whatever. But then they start going into like this one, they literally for like a good, like 10, 12 minutes of the episode, they go into this one robot. Who, like, just learns about a bunch of shit. Like, he starts reading books, he starts, like, like learning about, like, humanity and stuff, and then gets to the point where he starts, like, planting flowers, and then gets, like, other little, other little smaller robots start planting flowers. And then it's, I I wasn't, I I mean, I was, like, intrigued the whole time, but I was genuinely a little, like, confused. Cause I was, like, I know the robots are supposed to be, like, evil, I guess, but, is it like it's this weird thing where like the one of them like their eyes turned like yellow and he looked at like the uh, some of the other robots and like he blinked a couple times and then like their eyes turned yellow and then they they, they became like friendly or uh, not friendly but docile i guess they weren't really like attacking so like i was <laughs> I was like what is that supposed to mean?
1: <laughs> um it's not it's not pascal is it the robot that, that you're talking about
0: I don't think they gave him a name. It just they don't the robot isn't named. Okay. Okay. The robot so ends they up. Have, they haven't introduced. Got yeah, say that. that.
1: Um Yeah, uh I can't really give away too much. But you're kind of Yeah. you're thinking correctly. You're asking the right questions. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just cuz like I mean, you get this happens in like every story though like you get the situation where the evil robots or evil AI and then like one robot like just decides to go wait why are we doing this or like hey you know there's probably other things going on and then you know some other stuff it's you know it's it's the, it's it's like not like a new no story
1: if that makes sense it, <laughs> it isn't but uh i i will tell you there are some aspects of the story that kind of they kind of gave me ava vibes not a, not in the sense of like that it's fucked up uh more sunny boy vibes kind of like something like, will have
0: stuff left of your interpretation
1: Or uh, not really it's it's like something will happen in the show and then you'll feel like it'll make you think it made me rethink my life for a second you know
0: yeah because like something happens like towards the midpoint of the episode or i think 2b and 9s are like sent to go help uh some of the people on the ground or people on earth or whatever because they're getting attacked and um like something happens with some of the robots and then like you kind of like you know you're like oh wait like, that's a little it makes you think about a little bit think about stuff a little bit so yeah i can see i can see what you mean on that one um but yeah, I'm kind of excited how to how like to see how this goes. They the CG is a little bit less. They <laughs> this, the 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 flying CG mech suits are in there for like maybe like two minutes. So <laughs> that was That's a be, overall better episode because of that.
1: That's the thing. It's uh you barely play in those. I mean, there are sections where you do play in them, but I guess they need to show them mm-hmm. when they need to go down to Earth. Cause that's how they get there.
0: Yeah. But like, they just, I think they kind of cut, they cut to like a group. I guess they gave, are some of like the, the ground resistance people are, are some of them like real characters in the game? Yeah. That you meet and talk to.
1: Did they introduce the, the, the twins? Lily. So not the red haired twins.
0: Like the twin, like helper, like maintenance main. Yes. Maintenance bots. Yeah. The maintenance bot people. I'm, I'm the 2 redhead
1: twins, yeah, yeah, Devil and Popola. Basically,
0: like, mm-hmm. They introduced like, but like, they're not very prevalent in the in that episode. They kind of show up to like heal one of like the resistance humans, but that's really about it. Like, they literally just okay. like show that the Earth people for a little bit, and then like, Two B and Nine S like come in as like they're about to get attacked by these robots. So like, they don't really show them flying
1: in. It's like they just land and hop out and go, "Let's help." <laughs> um. So yeah, a lot of those characters are in the game, but I think there's one brunette girl. I think she's new, which is why I, when we first talked about this last week, I was like, "Uh, near Automata version 1.1a, it might be different because she's new."
0: Yeah, because she's a new character. I think they introduce her in this episode. Mm she's like the leader of like the group
1: or whatever but um, I I mean I played the game two years ago maybe she's derived from another character I just don't remember her design because in the game at least I mean it looks like it in the show too uh the color is very unsaturated it's a lot of grays whites blacks but more like a dark gray even when you're in the forest yeah. the the green is very dry and 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 uh like kind of grayscaled a little bit. So I just don't remember her design.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um but yeah, so when we could probably talk about episodes 2 and 3 a little bit more in depth uh, you know, next week or whatever, but uh it's We to move on. Let's move on to our our baby of the season, Trigun. Um Again, another solid episode. I'm liking another very solid
1: episode. Where where the show's going. I think we talked about this a little. I'm I'm kind of glad it's not a, a carbon copy. I'm just surprised at how much is changed though. Gosef is not like 60 feet tall. Like that, I was like, what? But like it wasn't it wasn't like uh what's it called? Unwelcomed
0: with the with the like talk about the the changes, right? Like how it's not like, "Oh, why would you do that?" It's more so yeah. like, "Oh yeah, that's a nice little addition." Yeah, okay. So again, uh Roberto is uh, you know, I'm not a not a huge fan of him yet. He doesn't really he doesn't really give that like charm that Merrill gave to the show. Yet?
1: I like it. I like him, but I I agree.
0: Yeah, like I think just I don't know. I think Merrill gave a a little more of like a charm to the show but i think his his character is starting to get a little bit more involved like he's talking he, he's, to bash a lot more he's, he's looking more you know what i'm saying
1: the badass
0: like the like the real like gruff older man veteran type i get it yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: um i like this version but, of meryl i think she's i, I do it's too a, it's a mix of old meryl and millie a little bit they kind of Added some charm of Millie into this Meryl, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Millie's of, yeah. instead of being, I guess in the first one she's sundere I don't know what else to call her.
0: I think yeah, I think she's like really she's like overly dedicated to her job and she's very serious. Yeah,
1: in this in the one, beginning, and I think yeah, no, go ahead. In this one, there's there's like I remember in the first episode. Like Vash says, I'm so happy to have met. Um, sorry, I have to check something out. I'm, uh, dog sitting another dog. That's why my door is open. Um, like in the first episode, Vash says, I'm so happy to have met these nice people, and then she gets all like goofy. She's like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" Right? Like, exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant to. Say. Yeah, I meant to say Millie in terms of like the Roberto thing. Millie mm-hmm. just kind of added like a different charm and goofiness to the show, but I think Vash is still, that's one thing I really, I really enjoy is the fact that Vash is still goofy while also being a badass in the show. Yeah. Like it's so, I feel like it's, I feel like it's really hard to do that. like, and make it good. You know what I'm saying? Cause, or it, cause sometimes it comes off as like, it comes off as like kind of corny or like it overstays his welcome a little bit, but like the, Vash being a badass and goo- and a goofball at the same time like works so well like when he's dodging the bullets and he's like pirouetting away and like and like doing these weird like faces as he's moving around um is always just like you know really funny to see and then you know and he has his moments where he's just fucking that guy where <laughs> like and again how can you look at this CGI and not like this dude this dude, is no. it, it's it, this is when it's done
1: well it's done well there's not one shot in the show that i don't like you know what you know this second episode it doesn't look like arcane but arcane is also cgi so it gives me that kind of feel the way it's animated
0: yeah like everything looks very like everything has like a life and a flow and like a movement to it like you know as opposed to like you know uh near with their cgi it doesn't it looks stiff right yeah. this cgi has like life to it there's like a stretch there's like the i know you talked about like squ- like squash and stretch to the movements and, and it makes it look a little bit more fluid and i think that's like it works to his advantage like when you get to the like the part with fucking the slow-mo part where the nebraska brought like dad is like shooting the gun and it goes out in slow motion you see the full gun vash pulls his his gun out, and then shoots it, and the bullets, like, collide with each other. Yeah, How could you literally look at that and be like,
1: nah, this ain't it? Anytime, anytime Vash pulls out his gun, and it, there's, like, a close-up of the gun, again, in episode one, when he takes it out of the holster, and it's in slow-mo, those shots look sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think... Again, I I'm not gonna be able to change anybody's mind on CGI because again, I am one of those people that's not a huge fan of it, but I will
1: acknowledge when something looks good, if that makes sense. I think this show might be the one to change people's minds. I know the CGI loop on the third is hard to find. Cause that, that movie looks great. I haven't been able to see it though, because I haven't I haven't found it. This yeah. show is is readily available. And I know it's the same company that does B-Stars, but B-Stars is not like a like a like a shonen or a, it's more like a romance. Like right. this I think right. I think this also romance but it also has to do with like anthropomorphic anthropo- animals. Yeah, so I get why that would turn people off. This one's just badass. This one's more palatable yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, and then they also did um land of the Illustrious which I haven't seen yet and I've like never
1: the even read manga
0: that. the yeah the manga is like really really popular but mm. and like the the adaptation is in CGI it's by studio Orange and it's you know it's another one of those shows where it's like the 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 animation level is good for CGI but like it's probably one of, it's one of their like first few attempts at it so it's not bad it's pretty good but like B-Stars is probably like their pinnacle of what they hit in terms of their SD orange. This yeah. is like them taking another, another step higher with their, their art style, which I think is not, like
1: really good. Not to mention the backgrounds. They look, some of them look like paintings. Yeah. Like when they first did the duel and they show the, the, the butte that they're on, I thought it was mm-hmm. a painting. It might've, it could be, but I yeah. would, I would, I would argue to say it's probably CGI.
0: Yeah, that, uh, man. Oh, yeah, we're just yeah. Be warned if you're not a CGI fan, we're gonna be singing the praises of show the show for the entire time this thing is on air. <laughs> just
1: if you haven't
0: <laughs> tried it out, at least try it out. Right. Exactly.
1: Uh, um. They confirmed Johnny Young Bosch is coming back for the dub.
0: Oh, that's big time. That's yeah. Huge. Yeah. That's huge. Like I think. Yeah. Him with this new Vash is going to be perfectly fine. I think, uh, again, I, I'll say this. I am a fan of the original. I, th- I do think at the, I, after all said and done, I'll probably still be more partial to the original because I just think it like the nineties and like nineties anime in terms of its art style and direction. And stuff like that, like, it's not like, there's just a different kind of vibe to it. Yeah. So, and I, and I think that story is, is while it's also very funny and charming is it also a very gritty, we haven't seen that gritty side of uh, this Trigun yet. yet. I know they like they they hint it at Millions Knives. They're they're probably going to go through the same a similar type way to get to the fight between him and Knives. You know what I'm saying? They're probably going to do a similar route yeah. to get there. It might just be slightly slightly different, but um, you can tell like some of the more gritty parts of the story are coming, but they're not there yet. So I'll, I'll be you know intrigued to see how they do those moments especially when uh I remember his name now when Wolfwood comes
1: Oh my uh, one of my favorite
0: characters. when Wolfwood shows up yeah. I think when he yeah what's his first name I think when he shows up I think of it Nicholas D Wolfwood I think his name is
1: That's what it is He's in the he's in the art on on Crunchyroll
0: Yeah he's in the promo art
1: Yeah Mhm Ah uh, he's badass He's in uh, the promo art, so the whole idea of Trigun is so cool. Like I just West I think yeah. Westerns are awesome.
0: Yeah, and then you kinda add like, you know, the same, you know, realm as like Cowboy Bebop too. Like just westerns in space. Just make it, you know. Like I feel give a little like different, this one uh, kind of vibe to it.
1: I feel like this one is a little bit more Western. This one gives me like a fucking yeah. uh oh my god, what's this guy's name? Clint Eastwood made an anime kind of.
0: yeah i I do think like the the world building is a little more rural than cowboy bebop i know like with with like the stuff with cowboy bebop it's more like not modern but like yeah like more modern and it's you know very you know like densely populated areas and a lot more ships uh, a lot more ships going on a lot more like city life and stuff like that it's it's like you know advanced technology yeah with like a side of like western type feel to it yeah but then this one is literally just like there's like ships and technology and shit but like people are in like the out like like the old west low-key
1: yeah with like saloons and dirty water and the planet is just like a huge desert like yeah exactly um have you have you noticed like when uh we watch it on crunchyroll so there's no ads but when there's the middle break, there's a map. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're gonna utilize the map, like more? I hope so. That'd be honestly, cool. I
0: didn't really, I didn't really. Honestly, that's funny. I wasn't even paying attention to that, but now that you think about now that I think about it, like, I, I hope they <laughs> I hope they utilize the map. That'd be pretty cool.
1: That'd be sick. But yeah. Um, Shitty ass okay, opening. Oh. I'm sorry though. <laughs> Sean Mendes ass opening. <laughs> like oh fuck. <laughs> dude the OG sounds like a like it's not my favorite opening, but it's got like no, a heavy guitar it's... and it sounds like no, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. gunshots and it sounds like a western. This one sounds like Sean Mendes singing about how he misses Camila Cabello. It's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh fuck. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm not a fan of the OP at all. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Um the Yeah, the original is like very there's no real, there's no words to it, I don't think. It's just like it's just like a guitar solo for two minutes and that guy and, is going
1: crazy. And then a, a guy screaming whenever like, there's a gunshot.
0: Rough and tumble yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just real like rough and tumble type. And then you get this one and it's you know a little airy and spacey and it's very i don't know i'm not a fan not gonna lie to you (laughs) okay are we good yeah um the i want to real quick touch on uh villain saga because i know you haven't finished it uh the first season so i'm not going to get too deep into this first episode of season two all i will say is this is going remember how we talked about you know don't be the chicken tenders guy. Are you talking about that?
1: I have heard this, this worry from a lot of manga readers. Yes. Already, I already, I kind of know what you're talking about.
0: Yes. I'm going to be, it's going to be intriguing to see how, how certain people view this next season. Because while there are you know fights and there's a lot of violence and there's a lot of you know a lot of shit going on and it's, it, it can get edgy at times, this new season is going to be a little bit of a slower one with less stuff happening in the way that people thought about season one. like in season one, like you get, in season one, you gotta think about the time period because it's like a historical fiction. yeah, in season one, it's, like, the rise of, like, the Danish army and, like, them doing their conquest through, like, Wales and England at the time. And then, like, you we'll get the Vikings that come through as well. So, at that time, there's going to be a lot of fighting and, like, warring between, you know, areas and countries and stuff like that because that's the time period they are in. Yeah. They're kind of on the backside of that part in history, so there's a lot less fighting. But there's but there's still like people like you know pillaging and rummaging through like people's lands and doing all this other type of crazy shit. So like you're gonna still see fighting. Yeah. But it's a lot slower. And they introduce a new character to the to the mix. Okay. And it's not just it's not just Thorfinn. Which I think so I think people are gonna oh, be. like a, a new bit, you know, MC. Not necessarily a new MC, but just a new like a well, a new Part of the main cast of characters. Got it. Got gotcha. right. But, and like, and it's and it's the years on the like. It's been like a few years since the end of Villain Saga season one. Like in you know mm-hmm. since the since the end of because you know you gotta think the end of the end of season one is technically the prologue. Uh, I
1: don't know the end of se- season one.
0: I haven't said anything, but I'm, but all I'm saying is essentially how the story goes is the, the end of season one is the prologue.
1: For season two or? Oh, no, For no, no, the story. Understood, understood. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, the, technically speaking, like, everything, all the events that happened in season one is <laughs> a prologue. Like, it's not even the real story, which is crazy. Got it. It's just kind of like a setup for, for Thorfinn's actual story, if that got makes it. sense. Yeah. So, but with but with that, you also get the uh, the addition of a new like uh, character to the mix, and he kind of has a similar not vibe to him, but a similar like situation that Thorfinn was in early in his life. So I think that's kind of like interesting to see how those two will like you know act and what their dynamic is going to look like a little bit. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, so we. So real quick and then we're gonna to move to I know I sent you a clip of it on Twitter, but we're gonna to get to uh Revenger. I watched the first two episodes of that
1: never um, even heard
0: of it, but it looks sick it's it's an anime original, I believe mm. and I'll say this I'll say the th- there are two things that I'll say about it one, I think it's gonna be good but it's not necessarily doing anything super original if that makes
1: sense okay sure
0: yeah which which isn't a bad thing
1: popcorn tv
0: yeah essentially it's essentially like that like i the the, you know you get the you get the crew of 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 assassins and then they you know you get like certain the colorful like different types of characters and then stuff like that and then you get um uh, you know, the revenge story. I do, I will say this though, like the, you know, when it comes to stories that kind of follow similar premises, premises, premises? Premise uh, <laughs> I, premise, maybe? I don't know. Uh, you. There's always like a few things that are like, that'll separate and differentiate them from each other. With this one, it's like a revenge story, but also the crew is a, a bunch of assassins, but they're hired by, like, the church. Like, the Catholic church, kind of. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, they work for the Catholic church. And they are... There's, like, I guess in their... I guess I'm not too up on biblical lore, per se. But there's... Like, well... In the sense that, like, there's a lot of...
1: <laughs> in the sense I know, a lot I know of, what like, you, you mean, but it's just so funny... It's, it's, it's like, oh, dude, you don't understand the lore of the Bible, bro. You don't get it. <laughs> but you, yeah, you get what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, there's a lot of, like, people that aren't talked about too much in the Bible that get name dropped sometimes. And I don't know who they're talking about. So there's, I guess there's, like, some kind of disciple that, that I guess, has to deal with. Or like some kind of angel or some disciple that has to deal with like revenge and helping humans enact revenge on those that have wronged them. So basically, under this guise of the Catholic Church, they're under the protection, I guess, of this biblical enti- biblical entity. I guess if that you makes you said sense. it was an angel or a saint. But it's still, it's still grounded. I'm not sure. It's like maybe a saint. I'm not 100 percent sure. But like, I'm basically Catholic, there's,
1: or I grew up Catholic. Uh we be praying to saints. So let me. I gotta yeah, I'd have to look this up. I don't yeah, Princess uh, you know, Olga it's... of Kiev? No, no, no no hold on. Let no? me see. it could be fake.
0: I don't know. I, it could be like could be not like make it up, maybe. I don't know. But they the way they do it is like, you know, the there's some Saint that deals with getting Revenge on uh people or helping humans get revenge on people that have wronged them, essentially. And mm-hmm. so the Catholic Church, like these people that work in this Catholic Church, are like saying, "Hey, you are like you are protected by this person or whatever." And it's basically just they work just a roundabout way of saying they work for the Catholic Church to enact their Got revenge, it. whatever. And so I think the the premise of that or like the basis that it's on is pretty cool. And plus, like the one of the main members of like the the group the way he kills people is pretty cool it's like he has this like weird gold sheet of paper i don't, it's not even really paper and what he does is he like slaps it on the face of people and it like suffocates them and so like and it's and so when he but when he does it he does he kills people in the most like assassin's creed way possible like you know like you like in the later games when you fucking like go into that weird space and you like put the the feather on their face and they like like wither uh, away yeah yeah <laughs> it's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. that where basically he like he basically does this thing where he like pulls his like his shirt down and like the camera pans and it's like his back and his back is just like this huge like like holy mary tattoo
1: <clears throat> okay. and he basically says
0: like a he basically says like a prayer as they're like suffocating to death, which I think is like the the coldest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty cold. Like it's but yeah, so the 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 group is pretty cool and the the premise is fine. I think it's not doing anything super like revolutionary in terms of the story, you know? Basically the main character was tricked into committing a a wrongdoing and then he end up losing a large percentage of his family so now he's helping these now he's like a part of this like assassination group crew to i guess like enact certain to do to basically like help out and and be a part of this group i guess that's really the the whole premise but i will say the the animation is fine they don't do anything super crazy except for that one clip i sent you (laughs) that
1: was insane the fucking archer, that was insane. He Bruh, ripped like his shirt by pulling the the bow back. Yeah, but did you see how big the bow was and how big the arrows were? Yeah, it's probably one of those. I've I've seen those bows in like real life that barely anyone can pull. It's probably one of those. Yeah, get a get a bigger shirt, my brother. Bro, bro is wearing a sh- medium. Looks like looks like. No, <laughs> looks like a bro who looks at T who works at T Mobile,
0: bro. Not for real, <laughs> bro. I was gonna say this show is one thousand percent for the girls.
1: I'm not yeah. even, like not even not even playing. The tweet you sent me, she was definitely horny posting. <laughs> what was it? Is it from Stony? Yeah, it was that clip. It was that clip. She's I think she said something like oh lord. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's
0: <laughs> she's uh that's like her whole brand. is <laughs> like, you know, the like finding like really attractive men on an anime and like tweeting about them. That's her whole brand. We don't think it's hilarious, but it's
1: yeah, yeah, it's uh, funny.
0: Yeah, it's funny. It's um uh, it's like it's you get you get the main characters, you get the main character, you get dark-haired broody character, then you get silver-haired mysterious character, then you get buff doctor character that also is a badass. Then you get brown-haired womanizer gambling addict character. Oh lord. And then and you get and they're all hot. The only and they're all hot. And then you get the only only woman character in the in the main cast is like looks like a child. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! So yeah, this this show is one thousand percent for the girls. It's still good. It's still a great show. I like it. But is
1: it is it wrong <laughs> that when you said the buff doctor, I thought of <laughs> I thought of Chopper. No, I mean, you're
0: talking <laughs> about his like transformation to like one yes, of, huge. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, bruh... I'm watching it and I, and some of the stuff they do, like some of the shots they'll, they'll have. And I go, yeah, they're, they know who their audience is. Like the guys will, the guys will stay for the, um, the action, the guys are, the guys are staying for the action and, and the fighting, but the women are staying for the men. <laughs> sometimes, Hey, sometimes they need it. No. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So it's fine. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I kind of mind my business. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah. one of those things. I'm, yeah. I mind my business, bro. I'm not even tripping on it. Um but yeah, I think it's I think that's pretty funny. So I, I mean, have I a little that, rant. No, what is your well go, go ahead, go ahead. Cause I'm about to go we, to some
1: other stuff, but you we can do that too. The the title of the show just reminded me.
0: We're talking mm-hmm.
1: about Revenger. Oh yeah. Last last year I saw Tokyo Revengers. First season's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, throughout, throughout the development of season two, you know, there've been a lot of talks like, Oh, Disney's getting into some anime and, uh, they released star Wars visions and star Wars visions is good. Uh, and now every fucking anime they buy is like, it's going to be on Disney plus worldwide, but in America it's on Hulu. What the fuck does worldwide mean then? That's, that's not worldwide. God damn it. What, just put it on the fucking app that I'm paying for? Yes, I have the Hulu bundle. But with the Hulu bundle, you get fucking ads. Jesus H It pisses me off. Just put it on the fucking app.
0: God no, damn it, no, Disney. I, I, bro, it's ridiculous. Like when they the the meeting of worldwide. I mean it is world wide like it does not matter what country it is in it is going to be across the world why is that the phrase you use if it's not going to be in america that makes zero sense it's so fucking annoying
1: it's crazy not to mention uh, season one is on was on crunchyroll so i can't watch season two on crunchyroll oh man We've had this discussion that. already. Yeah,
0: it's stupid. I think the the way the way I guess the like platforms buy and get the rights to certain IPs is ridiculous. I think yeah. if personally speaking, I feel like if you get the IP to a show, to like say you get the IP to Tokyo Revengers, say Crunchyroll gets that IP. They need to be able to why would you then as the as like the Tokyo Adventures IP, why then would you keep the season one on Crunchyroll and then go and put your second season on a different streaming platform? I feel like I, they, I feel like these contracts got got to get negotiated a little bit better because like as if I'm Crunchyroll, like there's gonna be at the max like five seasons of uh. Tokyo Avengers, yeah, maybe maybe five. So, you would think you would want all, f- you would stick around for all five of those seasons, instead of like just paying the rights to the first season, and then shit in the bucket and not getting a a second, uh, the rights to the second season. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think it's marketing mumbo jumbo of if we keep the first season on this certain platform. It'll get more eyes on it, and then maybe they'll transfer over because they want to see the rest of it. I guess. Oh, question. Uh, does is season three of One Punch Man gonna be Hulu again? I have no clue. Yeah, I
0: that's. Just, I know that's there's a lot of like, rumors thing. going around about it, and a lot of like people have gotten like. These two huge leak accounts, like the usually like leak and have pretty accurate like leaks on their stuff, mm-hmm. they got suspended, like, or either they got suspended or their accounts got deleted or something like that. So, hot take. I don't know.
1: Good. Because I've been way too oh, close yeah, no, to I, spoilers I because of shonen leaks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they don't care. Sean like, Link, way Sean too Link's fucking close. At all. Yeah, it was bad. It was pretty bad, not going to lie to you. Um, but, so yeah, usually they're really on top of things when it comes to One Punch Man. I know they tweeted about One Punch Man getting picked up by <clears throat> getting picked up by Mappa. I
1: remember
0: but, that. But, like, I don't know if that was 100% confirmed. It might have been, but... I thought it would. That kind of led to them getting suspended. It might, I mean, it might've been, which thinking about it, you know, the, like that group that did it with Madhouse probably just went to, um, to Mappa. to MAPA, right. Just to work there because MAPA is a huge company. So it probably makes sense that that same group that's just, that's working on it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Wasn't it not like with Vinland made Saga. by someone else?
0: It was made by... Like mean, with the studio Bones
1: or something like that? No. I remember specifically looking at the, the studio and they did a lot of romances. So like to give them one punch man was like odd.
0: Yeah, I don't know who did it. Was it was it A1 Pictures?
1: No, it wasn't. I can't A1 remember who either. did season two. It was like something productions. I forgot the name. It was like a weird name. I barely have seen anything they've made.
0: Hmm. That's weird. Cause I'm I know what you're talking about. I can't remember them, but they're they did uh Are you looking it up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was Madhouse at first, and Madhouse is known for like some crazy shit. It was made by JC Staff. JC Staff, that's who it is. Yep. Yeah. How they got One Punch Man, I'll never understand.
1: And they've made Sing a Bit of Harmony. Oh, they they make Konosuba. Oh, really? Yeah. Their first huh. ever show was called Wowzer. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, they make Toradora.
0: Okay, so they're... Konosuba, Toradora... Some like other romance anime, probably a
1: realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. They make weird stuff. (laughs) Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. That's not real. What is this? (laughs) Sugar Apple Fairy Tale? It's been a manga since November 2021. How the fuck do you make. Sugar apple, sugar apple fairy tale, and then One Punch Man. Again, how they finesse
0: that, I will never, I will never know. I'll never understand.
1: Yeah, whatever. That's crazy. What's your What's your <laughs> next topic?
0: Um, oh, I guess we're gonna get into the. So two things. One, I want to get into the. I guess anime shark tank version of this
1: podcast segment oh, of this right. podcast that's right that's right you have, um, you have to sell me something okay. i'm gonna
0: pitch there's one thing one show i want you, that i think should move up on your urgency to watch list and another one that i think you should start for this season i'll start with the i'll start with the first one okay so Bungo stray dogs is has been on your watch list right yes and it is one of my is <laughs> one of my favorite anime ever. It's in my top, think my top like 15 anime. And I think you would really like this for a couple reasons. I think one of the reasons I think is the power system. So basically the power system and a lot and it kind of feeds into the actual characters themselves. The power systems are is essentially basically there are people in the world that are called gifteds that have like certain special abilities that they're able to use. Okay. As opposed to like other humans. Here's the thing though. The powers and some of the names of the characters are based off of real people in literature.
1: So you're talking about like Sherlock Holmes, Jane Eyre type stuff.
0: Kind of, kind of. Yes. And so they're like, I'll say like uh, there's a character I forgot the what is their name? I forgot basically one of the characters, he's a villain. His name is the villain from the Scarlet Letter. And the Scarlet Letter is the name of his ability.
1: What's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but with books? <laughs> Except without stands, I guess. Essentially. Okay. Kind of. There's literally a guy
0: named Huck. And like his his uh his is power resist- has something to do with Huckleberry Finn. No, he's not. No, he's not racist. <laughs> no, he's not racist. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh man, that's funny. But uh no, he's not racist. He's just <laughs> his um his power is I think uh is named after a book. Yeah but uh whatever. And uh it gives him like super strength, essentially. But he looks like a little boy. He's like basically like he's like a like a, oh,
1: was that Huck? Hook Huckberry like Finn's thing that he was super strong,
0: not super strong. Not even like that. It's just like they kind of, but like real. I guess you know, like the country strong type. Yeah, stereotype. That's what I mean. You know, yeah. like you're from the country, so you should be like you know, like you just do crazy shit. That's yeah. it. that's his uh, his power essentially. Uh, um, okay. I don't know if you know this guy uh, Osamu Dazai. His he's like a very famous. And very like his his art his writing style was very like cynical and at the well, and at some point like very uh, suicidal and oh, his shit. essentially his uh his character so his name Dazai in the show he's one of the he's one of the best characters in the show he's he's the best he's hilarious okay. but his whole they, they really lean into the literature side of things too because da, Dazai as a writer had a story about like a guy wanting to you know unalive himself and then and so Dazai's whole thing especially early in the show is like trying to find the perfect suicide but like he does it in a way that's very like very like comical like he just like finds tries to find different ways to off himself like when so you he, find him in the first so he's episode he's insane He's an he's an insane person, yes, but he's also like a really he's like a he's like the Kakashi of the show. Essentially, he's like the 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 mentor and the the helper that's also really fucking strong, you know, like early in the show. But his uh, so like you find him early in the show, like his first episode, he tries to drown himself, and so like when the main character finds him, he's like he's like feet up in a river, like floating down. So it's like oh, so so
1: he's like kind of funny too.
0: Yeah, okay. no, he's funny. Okay. Yeah, and his, I see it. I see it. Uh, so, yeah, like it's the power system is really cool because you get shit where, like, if you know, if you paid attention in 10th and 11th grade literature, <laughs> you're going to know a lot of these people. <laughs> oh, no. Wait essentially, yeah. <laughs> Just type in, um, type in literature references in Boom Stray Dogs, essentially. Wait. You'll find a lot of them.
1: Is there a character named Harper Lee? Nah, not that I recall.
0: Just look, just like type in, type what in about the literature references. Bird? I, th- uh, I'm actually there might be. I'm not, I'm not sure. There's somebody. Is he um...
1: racist?
0: No, he's not racist. <laughs> a lot of these books <laughs> no, are racist. racist. There's um, there's a lady, uh, whose her power is gone with the wind. Essentially, so it's like that, huge. That's you, a book? You, you see what I'm mean? saying? I think
1: I thought that was a, like, I know, yeah. I know it's the first movie to ever curse. I didn't know it was a book.
0: I think, I think it was a book, but there's like, there's like that's stuff cool. like that where it's you, you get, you know, people if you paid attention in 10th and 11th grade literature, you're gonna know a lot of these characters and know, know what they s-
1: what their powers are. Essentially, you said 10th and 11th grade literature, so I li- immediately thought of To Kill a Mockingbird yeah (laughs) um now class i know this next page has a naughty word oh yeah that 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 was probably one of the worst days there's
0: there's there's three three uh main issues that i have with the with the public school system when it comes to being a black person it's whenever the n-word comes up whenever the the topic of slavery comes up and black history month the month of february is terrible the month of February, especially if you're in like a predominantly white school, absolutely atrocious
1: experience. Would not I recommend. Di- I didn't know peanut butter was made by a black guy. <laughs> it's insane. It's it's, it's always the earlier. peanut butter guy. It's always <laughs> it's always George
0: Washington Carver. Yes, it's always him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just <laughs> predominantly white school during black history month was terrible because you get like the dumbest like uh stories it's always the same stories every time it it, like there's no new developments on what they want you to learn in terms of predominantly black figures It's always going to be martin luther king rosa parks they're going to throw the peanut butter guy in there (laughs) they're going to throw um frederick Douglass in there you know what i'm saying and it's just that's really about it honestly
1: the best part i'm not i'm not black so maybe this doesn't count but the best part for me always was watching uh i think it was it called my friend martin
0: yes that movie is
1: great that's just (laughs)
0: amazing that's just that movie's amazing (laughs) i still have it's funny i still have that movie on uh on like, uh, what are they called? You have a VHS Fucking... of it. VHS, yeah, VHS of mine and Martin, yeah, I, I still have it. <laughs> that was like a staple in my household. I'm dead. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay, so the the power system's cool because it's based off of like literature, and if you paid attention to literature at all, then a lot of the figures or powers seem really cool to you. To seem cool to you. Also, the direction like how the how the anime itself is directed is such is so cool and it 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 plays on color a lot and poetry. Ooh. Like cuz obviously it's based on literature so you get that yeah. kind of aspect. So like the the way the show is directed like has a lot to do with color and like the, the 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 art direction is amazing. I'll give you an example. So like in this new season they're following a a Sherlock Holmesy type character his name's Rompo Um, and essentially the first, the whole first episode is in black and white or like grayscale. Okay. And what they, so like, but your initial thought at first is like, oh, this is a flashback, which it is because the, it basically shows you the head of like the gifted agency
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and Rompo and how they first met. Rompo's not a main character per se. He's He's not the main character but he's uh, like a a predominant. He's from the gifted agency. He's a main ish character, but it's basically showing you how the director of the gifted agency and Rompo first met, but the whole first episodes in grayscale. So you just automatically assume it's just a flashback and they just chose to do it in a grayscale type of type of way. Right. Okay. The director of the gifted agency in in episode two, basically like helps discover Rompo's power, his gifted ability. Mm -hmm. I guess. And he basically does it through like the use of these like really old glasses. So once like Rompo puts these glasses on, he finally like can, you know, can basically, okay. Just for Rompo as a character, he's one of my favorite, but also the most annoying because he just, he's very smart and perceptive, but he doesn't know how to fucking read the room. If that makes sense. Okay. Like he assumes, he assumes that everybody's on the same intellectual level as him. And, but at the same time, he gets like upset and just doesn't really have that much social cues oh, and doesn't understand certain things.
1: He's a dweeb.
0: No, but he's really funny though. Like I think okay. you, you'd like. I think he's annoying, but like you, he's annoying in a very endearing way. If that makes okay, sense. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: He just doesn't know how to. not how to read the room. It's really. Sure. It's really just all it is. <laughs> uh, so, um, r- basically, the director gives him these glasses, and the bas- Basically, what he, what happens is when he puts the glasses on and kind of comes the realization that, Hey, like, you know, not everybody's going to be on the same intellectual level as me. I gotta just, you know, it's got, I gotta just, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you know, generally like a special person and you know, people are basically, he kind of he kind of patronized Rompo into realizing his power, I guess. Sure. And so once Rompo puts the glasses on the, 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 the show turns and now it's in color. So the entire oh, okay. so now like the whole show's in color now. It went from grayscale in the first episode and then it, at the midway point of the second episode of this new season, now the show's in color because Ron po finally like doesn't see the world in that weird grayscale yeah. type of thing. He sees it for what it is. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, it's like it's it's really cool. And I think the the story's cool. I think this the powers and how they how they, you know, how they, how each literature character has their powers and what they're utilizing is really cool and it makes for some really cool fights. Um, and so like, uh, yeah, I think the show should, could, should bump up in that, uh, <laughs> in the watch list to a little bit, to a little bit higher you know, on the priority list, if that makes sure. sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: and the second one, so there's, I think there's, there's, right now it's the third season. And there are so there are two seasons and a movie, but I don't think I've seen the movie. The movie is like a not a one off story. It's like an OVA about Dazai when when he was like a teenager. But it doesn't really have too much to do with the overall story. It just kind of gives you more world building, essentially. Sure. But so the first two seasons are, go- are really good. And then you get this new season. Uh, second one on the list is high card okay and the the for oh, high card okay. again for high card is a new show in this season right it's only one episode's been out and the only thing i'm really going to try to sell you on is that because the show isn't you know super revolutionary kind of like with revenger right mm-hmm. show us a revolutionary but um but the the key is the power system, which I think is very very cool so essentially, in this weird type of way they don't they haven't explained it yet, but there are these magical like playing cards, like just a regular deck of cards, mm-hmm. like a spades, two of spades, yeah. uh you know saying stuff like that right you get like these magical playing cards. We're trying. We're like stolen, and then at uh, at the end, like in the midway, at some point during the during that time of them being stolen, some magical force ended up uh, sending different cards out in different areas, right? Okay. So, so to random places all around, so random people could stumble upon these cards and have them, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the cards themselves like if you have one you're called a player pretty fitting yeah when you activate the card they turn into like gloves the card turns into like gloves and you and they with like the symbol of the 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 face of the card sure the suit the suit of the card rather Mm. and then you and you get like a a certain ability based on the kind of card that you have So there's, and like, there's a certain name to him. So it's kind of like the Bungo Stray Dogs gifted system where this one guy in the first episode, he basically like plays his card. He gets these gloves and all of a sudden he can turn anything he touches. When he activates his hands, he can turn anything into marbles. Like just like random marbles. You would think it doesn't sound cool. At the same time though, he literally like, like this guy tried to fight him. He grabbed his arm, turned his arm into marbles, picks up the marbles and starts shooting them at high speeds and like, like starts doming people. What the fuck? He's, are you I'm saying? And then there's so there's, there's also this guy who, you know, who like a civilian essentially who found it, who found a card, and this one gives him, like, unbelievable luck. Like nothing bad can happen to him. So he goes to a casino, and like the main character tries to like tries to pickpocket him, but his gloves activate, and like the wait this waiter drops a glass on the main character's head before he can get pickpocketed. Or like the main character like tries to go tries to play like competitive uh, like blackjack with him, and every time he's laying down cards, his his gloves are activating, and he gets like a good hand every single time. Huh. So like it's it's like it's cool in that way where like every card is going to be different. Oh
1: no, they're hot.
0: Power. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked it up. <laughs> it's um this one might not be all the way for the girls, hopefully.
1: I see a girl there is one the woman character.
0: Squad. I know there's one woman character she she might be pretty cool.
1: <laughs> you, you know what? But this I, might this might be for the I'm interested in watching it. But the visuals might be for like uh the K-pop stands.
0: Yeah, maybe this motherfucker
1: <laughs> looked like Jimin.
0: Low key, <laughs> low key. But I think it's it'll be one of the sleepers of this season because I don't think too many people have seen anything from it, and they might not, you know, uh, they might not if they if nobody ever really told them to go watch it. You know what I'm saying? I think it'll be. It'll definitely a, fly underneath the radar.
1: I see a a dark skin character that his skin isn't gray. That's always welcome.
0: I think yeah. There's there's a there's a black guy in there, and he looks he looks non non stereotypical, which I think is great.
1: Yeah, you I'm look looking. I think people. I'm looking at the main squad. It's three K-pop boys, definitely. <laughs> the girl and and the tan guy. I I I do yeah. like the way this the show looks and the aesthetic looks. Pleasing.
0: Yes, it gives you like a very. You've seen now. Now you see me, right? You've seen those movies.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: kind of gives you that vibe.
1: Cool. I kind of like the. I mean, the first one's pretty good. Uh, I just hate how every six months Twitter's like, this scene is crazy, and it's the the one where they're throwing the card. Oh, and it's the
0: fucking the the hide the hide the card sees it. And it's yeah, like,
1: yeah. yeah, it was cool. Which first time i saw it
0: the first time i watched it
1: <laughs> it was cool the first time i watched it yeah yeah um, dude.
0: <laughs> um but yeah so I, I, that's my my pitch is just like the the aesthetic is cool and the the power system is interesting i'll just say that
1: yeah this definitely looks so, cool yeah. and i didn't know that 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 shit about bungo stray dogs about the the literature that also looks interesting
0: yeah, it's one thing that I really had to look up. So I, I saw it and I was like, because there was a character. It was the the Scarlet Letter character, basically. Mm-hmm. And I basically was like, wait. So I looked, so I, like, I, I typed up literature references in Bungo Stray Dogs. And I figured out that like every single character that has an ability is named after some sort of uh, author in some world literature. With the exception of like maybe the main character, he's not a hundred percent accurate to any to a, to a, a writer. Um, but it's like I think he's based off of some short story or some folklore or something like that.
1: Okay, yeah, that's sick. Um, I'll move that up. There's just so many anime that I like. I gotta finish Vinland Saga. Cause I. Mm-hmm. I go through these kicks where I like start a show and then I I won't finish it. Um, Facts, I do that too. I haven't finished. Uh, uh, my hero, which. Uh. It's not the greatest, but I feel like it gets a little too much hate. I don't know. I, it really does. This arc, this arc, like I th- I told you before we started recording, I just saw Dobby's dance. It's hype. Mm-hmm. It's hype. I don't know what the fuck everyone's. Complaining about it was hype.
0: I think, I think you just get like those manga readers that like. Well, okay. I will say this. I'll preface my I'll preface my statement with this. I am also one of those people that likes that sometimes likes when an anime and a manga go shot for shot because sometimes it's cool. Sure. I will make that claim and say that's that you know I I appreciate when when anime do that sometimes. However. Anime, the anime have the liberty to change things up as they see fit. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be an exact shot. It doesn't have to be an exact whatever. Sure. So when people are complaining about how how the anime is doing it versus how the how the manga is doing it, it doesn't make sense because like the manga is never going to be in color. You know what I'm saying? Especially they were getting dude they were getting on about like there's like a the part in the show, I can't remember in the manga too, where like all Might all my statue is like there. And like the, there's like a sign around them where like people like protesting heroes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they show that in the anime and somebody like screenshot like two frames of it. And then the, the panel of the manga and put them by side by side and was complaining about it. And I literally felt like fucking Pam from the office. It's the same picture,
1: bro. The, I, I saw a lot of people complain about the, uh, the, there, there was a shot with, uh, Shigaraki and yeah, mm-hmm. the manga looks cool, but then I saw the episode and it's, li- it's like a frame. It's like, how are you going like to two com- frames? Yeah. It's like, you probably, you pick the worst frame. The rest of the fight yeah. looked sick. I don't know what people are complaining about.
0: Yeah, I think I will say my biggest gripe with just the anime in general as opposed to the manga is I feel like Horikoshi's made the manga very gritty at times and dark. Okay. But not in like a gruesome way, just more in like a tone way, if that makes sense. And I don't think that people that are doing the anime are going to budge on the tone Of the show, you think so? Like it doesn't seem like it's gonna get that gritty.
1: This because like because you
0: this can you you think about it? It's kind of crazy. No, 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 no. no. It is no, it is crazy. I think it's great, but again, like you would like with the way the tone is of the show, like the colors are like popping out at you. It's bright. It's super vibrant. Regardless of what's happening on on the screen, regardless of what's happening in the show. It's very like bright, vibrant, and always like very optim, like, you know, optimistic in its tone, uh-huh. right? But this is a situation where the heroes are losing, so you would think, yeah, the show would be a little bit like darker in setting and darker in color. You know what I'm saying?
1: I guess I've seen I've seen some screenshots of like the the second half of the season's opening, only the mm-hmm. opening. I haven't gotten there yet uh the uh the opening looks a little less saturated so maybe maybe they'll yeah, slowly I think that's just, do it
0: yeah maybe i don't and again that's not like a huge sure gripe or nitpick i really i really as, could care less i think they're doing as a long good as job. the
1: writing is, is is more or less the same with the manga it should be fine
0: exactly as long as the story kind of stays the same and it's and they do a good job of telling it through the anime it's fine i just think that that's just like a very small yeah small gripe it's not even anything where like i'm like this sucks because they're not doing x y and z nah yeah i'm not people are taking it way too seriously <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah agreed <laughs> People are taking it way too seriously um but yeah i think oh well how'd you like dobby's dance though Did you like it it was a pretty good episode
1: i i did like it i think i kind of like me and my boy definitely Sevi called it the whole fucking spoiler with dobby
0: I kind of knew when he first came on screen, but that's yeah,
1: just <laughs> I think a lot of people did. But uh it was kind of cool. It kind of gives Dobby this this um he's always been the hot guy and now he's the insane one. He's still going to be the hot guy regardless. Yeah, I can see <laughs> and like I said, I I understand why some girls think that even though he what what, what did that guy say in that video? This guy oh, looks sensei? like a scab. <laughs> It looks like a scab. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> um, but he's the bad boy, you know. That's what girls oh, yeah. like. Yeah, true. true, true, true. It's it's not, not a, wrong because uh, Shigaraki looks sunburned all the time. He's peeling all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's. But there are still people that are going up for him too. For Shigaraki? Uh, yes,
0: 1000%. Yeah, one thousand percent. Yeah, I'm being okay. dead ass serious. I don't get that. I don't get, look, I don't get them. I'm just going to mind my business though. I don't get it, but that's why I want to bring Loki. That's why I want to bring like Courtney and somebody else on the pod and just talk about what goes into simping for a 2d character. That way it helps a a man, (laughs) men understand why (laughs) I I be I'll be simping sometimes. Yeah. But like some, some, some of those don't make sense
1: yeah i like, think for yeah for men it's a little more cut and dry it's sometimes can be dry. well i mean there are some
0: you know some there are some questionable hear me outs that i've seen on twitter lately Fro- froppy forget yes. her age she looks like a frog <laughs> <laughs> yeah how anybody would yeah I, yeah barring yeah just we're not even gonna think about like the age is a factor again huge yeah. factor They're yeah. children but if anybody's going to try to age up Froppy and still say and still try to simp for that character, you're an insane person. She, you're an insane looks person. Like <laughs> she looks like a frog. She looks like a frog.
1: Any um, questionable male, <laughs> hear me out. Hmm. Let me think. That has nothing to do with power. age. But here's my power. Here's my defense. Because she's a drawing, you don't smell her. <laughs> so people. <laughs> People are not thinking of that. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's, yeah. But she's also racist. Uh
1: in the show at least, there hasn't been anything that out outrageous.
0: Yeah. True. 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 You're not. I don't know.
1: I don't know what she said in the manga. No,
0: nah, I just think that there's just that part. I think it's like an extra in oh, the manga no. where like it's like an extra panel where like Denji's like talking about. No. 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 Not even like where she says anything racist. Where like oh. Denji's just talking about power. He's just like on he's oh. like power. Like not nah. like, I think he's talking about like the women in his life. And he's like, power, no, I would never because she's this, 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 and this. She's racist and then like that. There's no instance of power being racist in the show. Denji just calls her a racist. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um But yeah, I think uh I haven't ever seen too many like questionable hear me outs when it comes to comes to like women characters I never see really that's see crazy I will, because I, there are some questionable men ones though
1: because the the a lot of i feel like a lot of girls wouldn't think dobby is questionable so that's is something. this a double standard it, <laughs> it might be <laughs> it might be a double standard
0: uh oh man i i'm, I'm trying to think i'll say like people sipping for like orochimaru insane. In sna- uh, yeah, that's insane that's he's like a rudo guy right? a quarter snake yeah he's like a quarter snake he's just a, a real freak freak bull type character <laughs> he's a yeah, real freak
1: now, now that i'm looking at him i it's not i'm not gonna say i get it because he's i'm not gay but like i kind of understand but you're not why gonna question girl, like i get why girls this the third picture you look him up he's licking a kunai like I can understand why <laughs> girls would like that. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. that makes sense. He's just another bad boy.
0: I'm trying to think. Are there any real? Okay, I, there is one questionable. Hear me out that I have seen from What's men, up? and it's but it's not even like a real one. It's more they're just being funny. Hmm. It's the the spider de- the spider fiend from Chainsaw Man. Oh,
1: what? Ew! <laughs> That's what I said.
0: Really, they're just being funny they're okay. being they're, being, they they're, they're definitely be. being funny <laughs> they're definitely being funny,
1: oh, that's disgusting. She has a line, yeah Forget her insane. bottom half she has like a line running through her face directly right through her face
0: bro, <laughs> yeah, nah, it's crazy, super crazy wait, um,
1: wait, what there's no segue for this go ahead have i t- have I spoken about uh more than a married couple on the show
0: no you haven't you got the floor because we
1: never we already got a chance to talk about that jesus christ that is the weirdest show i've seen in a minute really it's fu- okay i had to give this a shot because i saw some weird pictures of it like on twitter and instagram and i'm thinking wow this show has a lot of fan art and then someone like in the replies was like nah this is a real shot from the show and i'm like what the fuck first episode starts and it's like it's these these kids in high school yeah and the the whole thing is not I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. I thought they were going like these people go to like a camp because they're not good at dating. So they're trying to learn how to no. In high school, in this school, there's something called a marriage <laughs> practical. The school puts uh a, a, a male and a female together in an apartment. It's not like there's a class and you got to pretend to be a couple. No, they're living together. Not to mention That's there's cameras in, not in the bedrooms, but in the living room. And I think the kitchen, and then you get points on how good of a couple you two are. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> they're high schoolers you're watching them
0: that's insane
1: that's so weird that's insane. and then that's insane what, premise. what i also find really weird is sometimes it's kind of cleverly written like the two main characters are obviously the nerdy guy and he gets paired up with the most popular girl in school. Oh, my God. um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- there's, like, this... There's, like, this underlying thing where, like, since she shows a lot of skin, everyone's like, oh, my God, she must be a fucking whore. But that's not it. She's a virgin. And she thinks, uh, like, kind of like a Shinji kind of thing, but not necessarily that traumatic, where it's, like, the only way... A man values me as if he has sex with me and values my body. And then there's a part where the nerdy guy is like, no, no, you know, I'm trying to hook you up with this guy and you're trying to hook me up with the girl I like. And then she realizes like, oh, maybe that's not what it's all about. And I'm like, why was that good? (laughs) (laughs) Like I was actually, they did a good job of writing that story. Like yeah, a good job Like, of like they, it. they gave. She's not just the pink-haired anime girl that shows a lot of skin. Like she has some depth mm-hmm. to her character. Mm-hmm. And th- but then there's like, then they they just got to ruin it with like. There's this joke that someone gave the pink-haired girl chocolates. And then what I do kind of like about the show is they don't hate each other the whole time. They actually become friends. Yeah. And not only do they become friends, she ends up fucking falling for him, of course, because, you know, the usual weeb otaku fantasy. Um, But besides <laughs> that, but besides that, they're actually friends. And then there's one thing like th- someone gives her chocolates and then she's like, oh, when I get back home, let's eat them. Um, she ends up not coming home for some reason and then he eats them. Then she gets a text of, oh, don't eat them. There's alcohol in them and they're, you're in high school. So he got drunk, passes out. Man, what? Instead, when, so when she gets home, instead of going to her room to sleep, he KOs on the couch. Of course, this couch pulls out into a bed. Because why, would it, why wouldn't it? Jesus Christ. And then instead of, <laughs> instead of just stopping there and just laying down with him, she undresses into her underwear. And then puts on like a jacket of his and then sleeps next to him. And in the morning she wakes up, they wake up in the morning. She pretends that they fucked. And then there's... Why would she do that? Because, oh, oh, because there was a rumor that he ended up having sex with a girl he likes. And then she got jealous. So she was like, I got to figure this out. And then so she tells him that. And then he goes, oh, it would have been my first time. That's so weird. And then she's like, aha, just playing with you. You could have just asked. Right. (laughs) I don't know why she did all that. It was insane. But when she says, "That's crazy," she says the whole like, "Oh, what we did last night that that was the questionable screenshot." Oh, the one you sent me? Yes. That I was like, "What the fuck?" I I thought it was fan art. That's crazy. That's crazy. That that was fan art. That was the main character thinking of, "Oh my god." This is what I did last night. That's not fan art. No. Holy shit. For listeners, I'm going to try to paint a picture. It's the main character girl. And she's in her underwear. Or she's in her bra. Because her panties are not there. But it's being blocked by her leg. And then it's a shadowy version of the main character pulling her arms back in coitus that was a very uh, educational way of explaining it it was fucking (laughs) weird now it's crazy that's crazy and then and then it just it just devolves (laughs) into more like oh i'm gonna the girl's gonna go out with this guy the guy stands her up she comes home and then they they bond more the usual yeah it's just i i i think i saw um i think he's a mutual of yours i forgot his na- uh the father of vash oh rob yeah yeah he said it was good so i was like is it and then i saw well, it uh... and then it was just a little odd <laughs> i mean well rob's whole
0: Deal. I mean, I hate to say the deal. Rob's whole like thing is he more so reads a lot of like romance titles and shojo titles and other stuff like that. So like his opinion on stuff because he that's the way he reads. Yeah, reads a lot of like you know certain romance stories or whatever and some etchy stories. So there might be that might have been in his in, in his um in his ballpark as well. So when it comes to his opinion on stuff, like it's a little bit different because that's like his like general taste in sure. content and stuff. So like him saying something's good, you know, and your, your taste isn't a hundred percent
1: that direction. So sure. you might not think it's as good. You know what I'm saying? I, I will, you know, I'm kind of hamming it up for the podcast. This is no, no mm-hmm. dirt on Rob. It's uh, yeah. like, you know, it's not a fucking two out of 10. I like the the writing is funny. The dub is funny. Mm-hmm. There are some parts of this I did enjoy. You know me. I, I kind of like some romances, too. There are some parts where I'm like, oh, okay, that was kind of cute. It's like a yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a six. That's not bad. It's not harmful. It just is yeah. crazy. But the thing is, sometimes the crazy is entertaining.
0: True. Right? Like, you basically, you just took the pre- – not the premise, but you took, like, a, a, a part of, like, Toradora – And added this insane premise
1: to it. So it kind of works because it's like, you know, I, I, I always, um, say this, there, there are some of my friends that they, they they say they don't like, uh, unrealistic movies and what they mean by unrealistic movies, it means, uh, kind of like fantasy titles or even superhero stuff, sci-fi stuff. Uh, and I say, I always say, like, dude, watching a movie is escapism, even if it's a romance movie that can happen in real mm-hmm. life. So that's why the craziness of more than a married couple is entertaining. It's escapism, that'll never happen. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah,
0: like, just the, the whole premise is actually insane. Um, so we, to end this off, I know we haven't done this in a very long time. Do you have any music recommendations
1: for the pod? Uh, I do. Um, I've been listening a lot to, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, actually. Um, this, this might be very niche, but Skrillex is coming back and it's not the same sound he had Hmm. way back when. This is a man that I 100% respect because this guy can produce anything. And I know I know this new album, he, ha- he has a song with Pink Panthers, uh, but it hasn't come out yet. So if you want to relive kind of your Skrillex days, maybe, uh, Rumble by him, Fred again, and Flo Dan. It's a good, it's a good, it's not electro, like I've said before. It's more EDM. So if you're a fan of EDM, I would say mm-hmm. go check it out. It, it is, I like it. It's a fun track. Mm-hmm. Um, And besides that I got a shameless plug Go check out my band Good Soup We're gonna release yep. a song Later this week Bet Super bet
0: Go check that out if you have not listened to PB PB Crunch correct is it the PB the and J Crunch PB and J Crunch go check that song out Okay My music recommendation is pretty funny It's uh well, It's so two things. One, I kind of got a little bit more into jungle lately, and I found somebody that I kind of rock with in terms of the oh yeah aesthetic. Have you heard of Nia Archives? I have not. Did you send me a mix of Nia Archives? I did. They did like a like a New Year's Eve mix. They did a New Year's Eve mix. They have. Uh, they're like you know she's this jungle slash uh, like drum and bass artist that i found just randomly and there are two songs that she did i put one of them on the most recent uh jukebox playlist Mm -hmm. it was um so tell me which is which is really cool but one of my favorite ones which is like could which could be like a like a huge like huge deal like i hope i hope it kind of like blows up a little bit more it's called uh Actually, I don't even know how to say this. Bayana, maybe is what it's called, but it's like B A I A N A with the little thing on it. Ba- so like Bayanya, Bayanya maybe. Uh, and it's like this kind of like a tribal take on like jungle music, which I think is super mm-hmm. cool. Um, so i might put that on the on the playlist. And then second yeah. is this guy Isaiah Huron or Heron. He basically did a cover of Teenage Fever by Drake.
1: And Drake like
0: reposted the cover on his okay. like, story or whatever or, or something like that. And it like blew him up crazy. You know, the, the power of Drake. It's hilarious. Yeah. It blew him up. A Drake co signed it he had to like fast forward his timetable for new music. But oh, I shit. went back and checked out his like old discography. Uh his old discography's great. Like he has two EPs called Bound and libby that are like very very good um he's more of like a contemporary r&b artist so like not much like uh hip-hop-esque production on his stuff it's more so like acoustic guitar or other stuff like that kind of like you know one of my favorite artists of last year uh brandon banks kind of the same kind of vibe uh so he's more like contemporary in that regard so Isaiah Huron and uh Nia Archives are my uh my nice. recommendations. You got anything else? Uh
1: nothing on this side. Oh. Alright. Oh. Uh I finished Catherine, so I kind of have a little thing to talk about. I need to gather my thoughts. Uh not on the game. Specifically. I guess I'll say what it's about. It's uh Atlas's weird relationship with like lgbtq stuff mm-hmm. uh maybe yeah. it doesn't really matter because i'm a, i'm a straight man but i can i don't know it's a little weird how they handle it uh i want to talk about it a little more next pod i have a lot of stuff to like mm-hmm. a lot of notes to think about and stuff
0: yeah and uh i i we didn't get to it this episode but this is that i also have uh i'm not a big hot take hot anime take person. But I do have one that I feel like needs to be expressed a little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought about it, so I think next pod I might, you know, whip out one of my only hot takes, sure, <laughs> like ever. Sure. So, so yeah. Uh, but again, thank you, guys for listening in. Uh, please go f- follow us on socials: um, the at nostalgia plus ultra on Instagram, at nostalgia plus ultra on Twitter, at andre alonso seventeen on Twitter as well at andre seven, alonzo17 on instagram i believe
1: right another shameless plug if you want a video edited i'm kind of a freelance video editor uh look up at well it's in my bio on my instagram but uh, at dre filmed it d-r-e-f-l-i-m-e-d-i-t uh mm-hmm. that'll that's my quote-unquote professional page
0: Yes. Uh, Go check that check out. Check it
1: out. Give me money. If you need, <laughs>
0: if you need anything edited, <laughs> I need money. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening in. I've been Nostalgia, as told by Zoe. See you guys next time. Peace. See ya.